In this bulletin, supporters of an Indigenous voice to Parliament launch a Week of Action campaign. Australia to host a major international naval exercise for the first time. And in sport, motorsport's governing body clarifies new speech rules for Formula One drivers. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Stephanie Corsetti. Supporters of an Indigenous Voice to Parliament have launched a week of action in the hopes of convincing voters of the case for change. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese joined Indigenous Australians Minister Linda Burney at a public barbecue event in Sydney on Saturday. Advocates for The Voice are weighing up the precise wording of the proposed constitutional amendment, including the divisive issue of whether it should include an explicit reference to provide advice to government. Concerns have been raised that the wording could open up the possibility of High Court challenges to future legislation. Minister Burney says Australians might not get another opportunity to tackle this topic for another generation if the proposed Indigenous voice to Parliament fails. You will walk taller. You will walk more proudly. And you will know that we as a nation have told the truth and have done something spectacular in recognising First Peoples and, of course, of changing the dial in terms of outcomes. Yes to recognising First Nations people's rightful place in this country. Yes to the Uluru Statement from the heart. The Department of Home Affairs has confirmed it is to review the fortnightly working cap for international students. It was previously 40 hours per fortnight, which is a limit some students say is impossible to keep up with cost of living expenses in Australia. In a statement to SBS News, the Department of Home Affairs confirmed a cap will return, but it will review the fortnightly limit upon consultations with peak representative groups on what is most appropriate for student visa holders. Australia will host a key upcoming international naval exercise for the first time. Defence forces from Australia, India, Japan and the United States have taken part in Exercise Malabar for the past three years. The event involving military, ships and aircraft is designed to promote cooperation between countries. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says Australia will host the exercise as he met with India's External Affairs Minister at Kirribilli House in Sydney. I've already had a number of meetings with uh, your Prime Minister uh, and uh, our economic relationship is important. I think we have complementary uh, economies. I look forward to strengthening that as well, as well as on security issues. Uh, Operation Malabar, of course, will occur uh, in the coming period, which we are hosting. We have much to talk about today, so you are a very welcome visitor in our country. There have been more rescues in Turkey Air almost two weeks after the devastating earthquakes. Rescue teams have pulled three survivors from under a multitude of flattened buildings defying all odds. Eleven days after the earthquake struck Turkey Air and Syria, the death toll has increased to more than 45,000 people and is expected to rise further. Experts compared the miracle rescues to similar stories that emerged 15 days after Haiti's massive 2010 earthquake, giving hope that more people can be found. While many international rescue support teams have left the disaster zones, there's a sense that for some, life is returning back to normal, but residents say they're still traumatised by the experience. These residents say life must go on. I personally didn't lose anyone from the family, but I have a lot of financial loss. My home and businesses are gone. 
I'm seriously thinking what we will do. We will leave it to time. What will happen, how it will happen, I have no idea. I lost people who were really close to me. I cannot forget. I think I won't forget during my whole life. People who are very close to me are gone. God help people who lost their children and parents. To sport, the governing body for Formula One has clarified its recently announced rule that bans drivers from discussing political issues openly. The original rule introduction was to stop political, religious and personal statements without prior consent. Seven-time F1 champion Lewis Hamilton said he would not follow the protocol and now a renewed guidance has been issued. It suggests the restrictions can be upheld during pre- and post-race events. But the guidance note also emphasises drivers can express their views on religious, personal and political matters before, during and after the race in their own space and outside international competition. FIA adds that it would allow political comments at international contests in exceptional circumstances. And that's the latest from SBS News.